Whitney Houston once said, I believe that children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. And we couldn't agree more. This is Reading in Tea Time. This is Reading in Tea Time. An awesome mother and daughter team. So kids, come on in. We're going to have a blast. We create, write, and narrate each story. Giving shout-outs to listeners. Birthday shout-outs. New words to learn. Gratitude. Affirmations. And it's a place where you can talk about your feelings and your emotions. And don't forget, fun. Fun. Welcome to Reading and Tea Time. And now your hosts... Kendra and Caitlin. Hey, you. It's Miss Kendra. And here with me, I have my co-host, my daughter, Caitlin. And it's another day, another great story time. Who's excited? Me. Well, who wouldn't be? We all love stories, don't we? Yeah. Every week, we have one exciting one to share with you. You sure don't want to miss out on our ever-curious characters and their interesting adventures. But not before we count our blessings. Each day we wake up is a great opportunity to look for the little and not-so-little things that make our lives happier and be thankful for them, even on the bad days. Especially on the bad days, so that we don't have to walk around feeling grumpy, sad, all day long. So, what are you grateful for today? One more story, right? (laughs) One more thing. Our story would be 10 more times fun to tell if we knew all of our dear listeners were confident, strong, and brave children. Well, who says you aren't? How about a little reminder right before the story begins? We want to give gratitude and thanks to our sponsors. This podcast is part of the O branding and is being brought to you by McDowell Productions. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Premier Accounting Associates, McDowell Productions, Adventures of the O Company, Premier Health and Human Services, and Changing Generations for all of their kind contributions that continue to help our show continue to go on. Thank you. Gratitude is one of many positive emotions. It's about focusing on what's good in our lives and being thankful for the things we have. Gratitude is pausing to notice and appreciate the things that we often take for granted, like having a place to live, food, clean water, friends, family, even computer access, you know? Things to be thankful for. In life, we have all sorts of days. All kinds. Some good, some bad. And some just in between. But no matter what kind of day it is, you can always think of something that makes you a little happier. So close your eyes and think carefully. Can you name three things to be thankful for today? How about you, Caitlin? What What things are you thankful for? I'm thankful for my mom, my family, 
and my friends. Yay! And I'm thankful for our dear listeners. I'm thankful for my clients. And I'm thankful for my co-host daughter, Caitlin. (laughs) Feelings. We all have feelings. All feelings and emotions are welcome here. Feelings and emotions, sometimes they are high and sometimes they are low. Feelings are a part of life. If you need to talk to someone, be sure to speak with your parents or your teacher or maybe your guidance counselor. Miss Kendrick decided because I get to share a story with you every week and that makes me feel really good. All right. Kaylam, before we get into today's story, do you have anything you would like to share with us? Mm. How about a shout out to a friend? Yeah. Who would you like to give a shout out to? Um. Edith? Yes. Edith, Caitlin is giving you a shout out. So we want to wish all the kids that are celebrating a birthday Happy birthday from mommy and me, Kendra and Caitlin. We pray that this is the best birthday. Now remember, having the best birthday doesn't mean that you have to get every gift. Having the best birthday is feeling gratitude and feeling full with what you have. All right, boys and girls, it is time for the word doctor. Dr. Eli, what word do you have for us today? Oh, hey, Kendra and Kevin. Today's word is incentive. It's a noun, and it's something that makes a person try to work hard or harder. Incentive is spelled I N C E. N-T-I-V-E. Now we're going to use incentive in a sentence. The teacher gave the children little stars as an incentive to clean up their desks at the end of the day. So kids, this is a good word to use on your parents. They ask you to do something. You can say, what's the incentive? (laughs) No, 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 you bet not. But it's good. It's good word to use and to add to your vocabulary. Dr. Eli, sounding off. Thanks, Dr. Eli. So, boys and girls, the new word for the week is incentive. And let me just recap. Incentive is uh, it's a noun. It's something that makes a person try or work hard. So, like, say, for instance, if a person's in sport, right? You know, they they practice, right? And, you know, an incentive may be if they win a game, the coach might take the team to do certain things. So, incentive, in a sense, is like a positive reinforcement. You know? It's not a bad thing. (laughs) All right. Who is ready for story time? Me. 
That's right. This week's story is about a little girl named Rosalind and how she's trying to give her mama a helping hand. So we're going to find out how this story begins and ends. Christmas is finally over. It was fun while it lasted and great having wonderful people around. So now everywhere seems to be quiet. There's not too much to do. Five-year-old Rosalind has been roaming about room to room, trying to keep herself busy. But everywhere she goes, engaged adults are doing important things and telling her to stay out the way. So Rosalind, she runs into her mom's room. Mommy is busy straightening out her large bed when Rosalind's face pops in front of the door. Can I help mommy? Rosalind asks. Ah, it's okay, honey. I'm good. Mommy replies. I won't bother you. I just want to help. Oh, honey, I'm swamped right now. Can you come back later? But mommy, isn't there something I can do? Not really, honey. I got this. Don't you even need anything from the living room, kitchen, my room? Oh, yes. We can clean my room together when you're done. (laughs) I'm not sure about that, hon. Don't worry. I can handle it. It's okay. We don't want... We don't want to make a bigger mess. Mommy whispers under her breath. But she doesn't know that Rosalind has hurt her. Feeling defeated and invisible, Rosalind drags herself to the front steps, settles down with a loud thud to express her frustration, puts her hands over her face, peeking now and then to see who's passing by. Soon enough, Rosalind hears a hearty whistle, she stretches her fingers further apart to see whose voice is gleefully traveling down the street. Mr. Nate from a few doors away soon skips into view. Hello, Mr. Nate. Hello, little lady. He replies. What makes you so cheerful today? Oh, there's still Christmas in the air. Isn't that enough to make me cheerful? (laughs) He slightly, he says slightly. What makes you so sour, little lady? Well, I've been thrown out the house, Rosalind announced. Thrown out? By who? By all the adults doing important things. They don't want me to help. They won't let me help. They all want me out the way. So, well, I've excused myself. Uh Uh-oh. I know how that feels. Tell you what, I have some important stuff to do at home, too. But I could use your help, little lady. Oh? Rosalind explains, jumping up excitedly. I'll be happy to help. She ignores Mama's voice, saying sternly, Don't you ever go off with any stranger without my permission. After all, Mr. Nate wasn't a stranger, since he lived a few doors down, even though they never really seen 
um, him around, you know, family events or been to his house and only said hello now and then. And mommy is too busy ignoring me, she thought. She jumps to join him on the sidewalk and they skip off happily. Soon, they get to his house and he throws open the door. Christmas decorations are all over the place. Wow, Mr. Nate, Rosalind exclaims. What a mess! And for a grown-up, too! She places her tiny hands on her hips and stares down, up. Actually, <laughs> as she begins looking through imaginary glasses, <laughs> Mr. Lee, Mr. Nate laughs softly you would make a good grandma someday but i haven't had anyone to help me clean up and i've been busy at work that's no excuse she chides anyway let's get to work she says importantly still laughing mr nate gives her some directions and they start cleaning meanwhile back at home mama has begun searching for Rosalind. someone tells her mother i saw her walk out the door Alarmed, she rushes to the door. She scans the street, but there's no sign of Rosalind. She starts to panic. Oh, God, where's my baby? Kayla, this story is getting interesting. I wonder what's going to happen next. Do you boys and girls want to find out? I know I want to find out. Right, Caitlin? Yeah! But before we find out, doesn't it feel like we're forgetting something? Mm, that we have some fantastic listeners. And we definitely can't forget that. This is a special shout out to Jacob, Leland, Isaiah, Elizabeth, Rebecca, and Samantha. Thank you so much for listening to our show. If you're interested and you want us to give you a shout out or maybe you're interested in sponsoring, send us an email at the reading and tea time show at gmail.com or hit us up. Text 717-992-7625. All right, and let's get back to the story. Mama is so confused and doesn't know what to do. <clears throat> oh my god. Her heart is racing. Her head is beginning to hurt. She paces up and down the street. She walks in and out the door. She sits on the front step. <laughs> She's almost in tears. Her heart is racing. Where could she have gone? <laughs> She's trying to think of something, but no idea comes to mind. Over at Mr. Nate's house, there's still a little, hmm, a lot of important work with Rosalind as emperor. And Mr. Nate is having the time of his life, laughing his head off as he hurries to obey Rosalind's orders. But Rosalind is also secretly having the time of her life. Unfortunately, neither one remembers that mommy could be worried and they should have told her what they were up to. About an hour and a half later, Mr. Nate remembers and now he feels terrible and scared. 
He punches on some numbers on the phone and dials Rosalind's house. On the other hand, Rosalind's mom is already desperately about to call 911. She says she can barely hide the fear in her voice. Hello, this is Mr. Nate from down the street. Rosalind's here with, he barely can complete his sister when mommy starts yelling frantically, what did you do with my daughter? Get my daughter back down here. What is wrong with you? Her voice is laced with tears. No, it's not. Please, where is she? Where's my baby? No, me. Nate, Mr. Nate knows that he needs to get Rosalind home quickly. Hey, little lady, he calls out trying to hide his panic in his voice. Your mom is very worried and she needs you home right now. No, she wanted me out the way. Well, not anymore. I don't want to go home. You can always come back some other time, okay? Rosalind is angry. Okay, it's time to go. They open the door and mommy is already standing there full of fury in the world. She grabs Rosalind and she fusses over her while Mr. Nate apologizes over and over. Mom grabs Rosalind and fusses over her while Mr. Nate apologizes over and over. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But Rosalind doesn't look hurt or scared. Instead, she starts telling her mom, You wanted me out of the way, so I got out of the way. We were just cleaning up, that's all. Oh, honey, but anything could have happened. I didn't want you out the way. At least not like this. I'm sorry, Mommy. I was just really scared you were her baby. I love you. I love you too. You could have at least said something. Mom turns to Mr. Nate. I know, I know, I'm so sorry. But mommy, is there anything I can do to help now? When we do, we get home. I want—I don't want to be useless. <laughs> we'll find something for you to do. And no, you're not useless to me, baby. Sometimes our parents get overwhelmed trying to ensure all their chores are done and the house runs smoothly since there's only so much we can do without messing up some more. They may want us out the way so that they can focus. It doesn't mean that they don't love us or care. It can feel that way though, right? You can throw many questions to your parents and maybe say, well, can I do this? Can I do that? And they still may say, no, 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 get out the way because it may seem like it's easier for them to do it than to have you do it. What do you think Rosalind could have done to stay busy without going off with a stranger? That was bad and it could have been very scarily, scarily, scary. Mr. Nate, you know, is a neighbor, but he wasn't really involved in their family or not really a family friend. And this situation could have been very different and dangerous. Sometimes feeling like our parents are too busy can make us go off and do things that might put us in danger. Have you ever felt invisible because maybe your mom, dad, grandmom, grandpa, aunt or uncle were too busy doing chores and it didn't seem like they wanted you to help? What did you do? What could Rosalind's mom have done differently? It's really 
bad for us as parents to give them something to do sometimes, right? Um, but you know what? We have to give our kids credit, more credit than we do. And that's why we believe in you. Now, in this story, we just went over a lot of the lessons that we learned. And I just want to say this. You, you should never, ever go off with a stranger. And sometimes even family members or friends that, you know, can seem like friends of the family. You know, you, you have to make sure that you're touching bases with your parents and that it's okay. And then if you are allowed to go and at any time you feel uncomfortable... You have to make sure that you tell a trusted adult. That could be your mom, dad, um, your guardian, your grandma, aunt, trusted adult, right? And then at school, it could be your teacher, your guidance counselor. We want you to be safe. And in this episode, Mama's Little Helper, the lessons are that we know that you guys want to help. And as parents, we have to find ways to be able to sometimes clean and engage you guys as well. Although it may seem like you're in the way. Hooray! Positive affirmations are positive statements that fight against negative thoughts. Whether we realize it or not, our words carry a lot of weight. They influence our thoughts and moods. They can build us up or tear us down, and they can make or break relationships. That's why speaking positive words and maintaining positive thinking is just very important. Positive affirmations can be a very powerful tool for changing a person's mood and outlook on life. So just before we go, here's something I need you to remember. Um, Not only just for today, but for the rest of the week. You can say these affirmations every morning before you go to school. You can say these affirmations before you go to bed. And let's not, and and actually too, while you're going to bed, you can add some gratitude in there as well. So here are a few affirmations that I want you guys to go for this week with. I am bold. I am bold. I am resilient. I am resilient. I am intelligent. I am intelligent. I do my best. I do my best. I go after my dreams. I go after my dreams. Mistakes help me learn and grow. Mistakes help me learn and grow. I am a problem solver. I am a problem solver. Today is my day. Today is my day. I can dream. I can dream. And no one can take that away from me. And no one can take that away from me. And now it's time to say goodbye. Aw, look who isn't ready to leave yet. But how else will we prepare another exciting story if we didn't take a break? Only for a little while. We'll be back here next week on Wednesday with another exciting episode of the Reading and Tea Time Show. Until then, Miss Kendra wants you to make sure that you're doing your homework, get good grades, and ask your parent 
for permission, you can send us a text with a shout out or any questions or any recommended books or story types that you would like. And that number, parents, is 717-992-7625. We'll like to hear from you. Until then, bye! This has been Reading and Tea Time with Kendra and Caitlin. We hope you had fun. We know we had a blast. Make sure you like, rate, and review. And make sure you come back next time, because we love having you. Make sure to tell all your friends about the show. We love new listeners. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, you can hit us up on Facebook and YouTube at Reading and Tea Time, on Twitter at Reading Tea Time, and on Instagram at The Reading and Tea Time Show. We'll see you next time, where the kids come to hang, play, and have fun on the Reading and Tea Time Show.